The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. fucking hate this time of the year when the people are depressed and people get drunk and their relatives suck it's the most wonderful time of the year and i can't even sing today because my voice is out and i've been exhausted um like i always am i'm always tired it's been um you know half the week is busy half the week sucks half the week i'm like half asleep Half the week I'm doing 18 shows. It's just, it's it's very very erratic. Shout out to Waterman's Distillery last week up in uh, Appalachia, New York. That's like a little bit outside of Binghamton for an awesome show to Andy Mushala. That was a fucking awesome show. Uh, they made a great drink called Press Your Luck. I want to get the ingredients for it so I could, uh, I could uh, drink it again. They made a drink named after me. And I drank two or three of them. And I left there feeling good. And the show was awesome. And the audiences were fun. And I recommend people to go up to that distillery. If they're in uh, western New York. Um, shout out to them. And I'm not a, a heavy alcohol drinker. Like I drink wine, beer. Sometimes I'll do a shot here and there. But not a lot. Unless someone's buying it for me. Um I think it's called the six. It's up in, uh, it's all the way up, and Michelle and her husband own it. It's a really great place. So I wanted to give a shout out to them. Um, a little, let me give you a little schedule. So uh, this week, I will be performing uh, all weekend on the nineteenth, uh, the twentieth weekend, twenty second, twenty twenty first, twenty second weekend. I will be performing. At Greenwich Village Comedy Club the entire weekend doing their hosting their house shows. Then on, um, this is boring, I'm like, and then on, and then on uh, Christmas Eve I will be at Westside Comedy Club. That's under Playa Betty's on the Upper West Side, Westside Ed. Um, love that club, my home, my homie. Uh, Bay is the manager booker there and she's awesome. I'll be doing the very Jewy Jewish Christmas with a bunch of great comics: Sharon Simon, Eric Bronstein, Dan Natterman, Lenny Marcus. I think I hope I didn't forget anybody. I think Sharon's hosting. There'll be a bunch of comics maybe popping in, but it'll be a great show. So come by to Westside Comedy Club, um, and then on the nineteenth of January, I'll be at Lucy's Laugh Lounge, headlining that on a Saturday night. Come. Put Stacy twenty, and you get a, a discount off the tickets. I'm very excited about that, and a bunch of shows coming up uh, all throughout the year. Um, I'm trying to book the weekends as much as I can since I quit school after one day. I'm, I'm going to tell Angela about that when I get on. Uh, that was I was very excited about going to online psychiatric school. 
And that didn't work out very well because I realized I didn't, A, I didn't like going to school online. B, I, it was taking up way too much time and I didn't really feel it. You know, it wasn't for me. It just, this is, I thought it would be a little easier and it wasn't. So, and I've done like classes for things, different things. I was a personal training class. I just I can't do this. I don't like to be on the computer. Like I don't mind being on my phone and writing to people on Facebook and Twitter and all that crap. And then writing, I don't even check my emails. I'm not even a good email checker. I'll check it when I have to. I have like, you know, but I'm not a great email checker. So not for me, you know, uh, I'll explain it to Angela when I call her. She's waiting for me, but I'm trying to think of anything else I wanted to talk about before I brought A on, Angela. Uh, Buy Bobo's Christmas album, A Very Bobo Christmas at Lobo Sounds. I just got it. I love it. Um, to buy his album, uh, we're online. Go to Lobo, I think it's Lobo, Google Lobo Sounds or, or, or follow Bobo on Twitter and he always tweets it. So I'm going to try to get the link and put it on our podcast link and then you could buy his music. And um, trying to pr- promote things today. I'm trying to be a be- better business girl, a better business woman, a better business broad. That's what BBB said. Better business broad. So I can be the BBB. That's uh, the better b- business broad. That's when the gr- broads complain about what's going on bad in a business. It's like Yelp for broads. It's like Yelp for broads. Yelping is annoying. Like, I think I, I've yelped, you know, to help people's businesses. Like, if they ask me, can you yelp that your hair came out good or that you like our service, whatever. I'll do it because it helps, right? But, you know, I am, and I'm a big complainer. Like, you guys know me. I'm, like, I can complain about anything. But I don't like the energy to get on the phone. Like, I'll, like, give the Uber driver if he's snotty to me a bad rating. Like, I've had Uber drivers. I'm, like, um... I'll ask them a question and they don't answer and it drives me. I said, did you, excuse me, did you hear me, sir? And then he'll ignore me and I'll give him a bad rating. I hate that. That's like, you know, I don't like to be ignored by Uber drivers. And then this one guy was really snotty to me the other day and I just gave him like a one just because I was mad. And I said the driver was a cunt. That's what I put in the in the review to the got, to the Uber. So he probably gave me a one and now my rating dropped, but that's, no, not my job. Like they shouldn't rate the customers. They'll say vomit. All right. If they should put like notes that you vomited in their car or like you're violent, like that I get, but don't rate your fucking customers. You know, it's like, I I don't need to be rated on Uber. And no, it's like stupid. I I know comics joke about it, but I'm like, it made me mad because I saw that I wasn't a 4.0. I was a 3.79. Like, just like my, like, 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 it's like, why are you giving me an A minus rating? You pieces of shit. I'm I'm paying a lot of money to use your fucking service. Just worry about your drivers. You know, worry about your fucking drivers. Not not unless the you know a customer is violent, you should put that in the notes. But other than that, fuck that. Fuck you, Uber, with your fucking ratings. And your Uber drivers are s- stupid cunts. A lot of them. I've had great Uber drivers, and I had a lot of cunts. So you know, you should interview them to make sure they're not cunts. And I mean cunt in a bad way, not in a good way. All right, I'm going to call Angela now. She's waiting waiting for me, and I'm ranting about being a bitch. That's what happens when you don't sleep, when you sleep too much. All right, let's call Angela. Everybody's home. Hello? 
Hello. Is this Angela Riley? Oh, it's so loud. Wow. No. It's not Angela Riley? No, this is her boyfriend. Oy vey. Hold on. I think that's too loud. Wait. Just keep talking. I think I made it too loud here. Let me see what's going on. Oh, yeah, it's too loud. Talk now. Hi. Talk now. I just was bitching about it. I just said hi. I don't know why this. All right. All right. No, talk into the phone. I'm talking in. What do you think I'm talking into, my asshole? Yeah, I think you're talking into your asshole. I wish I could reach my mouth to my butt. <laughs> Life would be so much better. Really? Why? So you could suck your own asshole? Well, I don't want my butt. But, uh, but you know. All right, you're good. You good now? All right, so what's up? Nothing. I was just talking about how um, I don't like to be rated by Uber, Uber drivers. Because Why? I think, because you know there nobody will ever pick you up again. No, because like this guy was a con to me, and I gave him a one. But like, like first of all, they don't. It's like these Uber pools; they don't pick up the phone. You have no idea where they are. In the middle of New York City, there's a million cars. It's fucking every car looks the same now because they're all those Uber cars look the same. And and then he didn't answer my question, and then I just said, "Fuck it, I'll give him a one rating. I don't care." It's like you gave him a one before he even picked you up. No, you when I no when after he picked me up. Oh, he was being an asshole, and I'm sick of it. Mm. I bet I bet it was all him. It was all him, Angela. It was (laughs) for reals. It was all him. Mm Hmm. I'd believe it if I hadn't spent time with you. No, I don't. I'm so sick of these people, these companies. Why would they rate the customers when we pay a lot of money for their service? Oh wait! Did he give you a nasty rating first? I don't know. No, they don't. You don't know until like it, it's like a cumulative thing. Like you don't really know who gave you the bad rating. And I've been very nice. It's one thing if you like violent or you like. I was saying if you like rob the guy, you hit him, or something, or you vomit, or you're fucking in the back seat. Like I get like they give me a bad re- rating. Like you're fucking your your partner, or you're hooking up and something, being gross. But like. Or you don't show up. Like, just don't... I don't need your shit. Like, I'm paying $50 to go home. I don't need to get rated on it. You're the... Fu- like, like I, 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 I... The better business... I'm a be- better business broad. That's my... The BBB. Oh, Christ. And, you know, like... Uh, the most annoying thing is when customers are like, I'm going to report you to the better business bureau. Oh, shut <laughs> up. What is this, 1963? <laughs> well, it does work. <laughs> <laughs> it does work. I mean, if you get like if you your company gets a bad Yelp rating, no one's going to use your. I mean, if if you like had twenty, Yelp is different than Better Business. A, You're showing your age when you say Better Business. No, I'll Europe. tell you the difference because if you are, that's very official. So if you give a bad thing in the Better Business Bureau and they go online, that's like you know they're a scam artist. Mm-hmm. Like when you get a bad re- report on the Better Business Bureau, or the I, I was saying to the audience, the Better Business Broads. <laughs> I don't know why I said oh that, <laughs> but all the broads complain. No, it is like it's that's like when you lose your money, like like if you like buy a mattress and then they don't the mattress comes without like with like stains and they don't return it. Like that's when you call the that's like it helps because if that's once they get that they're fucked. The Yelp reviews are like different, but and not all of them are valid. But that is like valid. That's like real fucking. That's real Yelp. That's real, yeah. That's if like if you, you say, took so. pictures and ran away, and and like your company just like went belly up, and all you took all the bride's money. Mm-hmm. Then then the BBB would get after you big time. God, I wish I could just do that. You should point. do that. You should just leave. 
God, I just want to leave. I, I think I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hire you just so I can plan a wedding and then I'm going to find him to marry. This way, mm, it gives me a like goal. A way to do like it. I'll do it the opposite way. Mm-hmm. That should work. I bet this marriage would, will list. I don't well, even want to try which, it again. We should take bets on which marriage, marriage would last longer. The legit one that you had or the <laughs> one where you plan everything and then find a groom real quick? <laughs> I don't know. I think I should find a groom. Who should I marry? Do you know someone I should marry? I'm going to tell you who I'm going to marry. Uh, oh, it better not be a new kid on the block. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I wish. Uh, I wish. It, oh, my it, God. Speaking of new kid on the block. Oy. So, of course, I follow him on Instagram. And, like, Joey, he's the youngest. He uh-huh. lives in New York now, so I'm hoping that when I'm there tomorrow, he gay? I find him. Is he gay? No, he has a wife and children. Oh. He he walks around New York all the time, um, and he's always like doing oh you know, yeah, with you, his kids and let, stuff. We'll find him. We could find him. I could probably uh, and um, I'll tweet at him, and then we'll see because I'll try to tweet at him and see if he, if he. Answers. Oh yeah, and I bet he'll go. Oh, st- oh no, see, no, no! I'll tweet at him. And I'll say that me and Angela want to do put him on the press for an hour. He'd probably be excited. Oh, I bet, because he doesn't have anything else going on. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, He's a new kid on the block from 1985. Uh, who's still killing it. Um, He put a video up, or he did a live Instagram thingy. Right. Where his son was playing piano. Uh-oh. And sing and, and singing Tiny Dancer. And, <gasps> but he was like, Dad, oh. I want you to sing with me. So then he's like, you know, singing back up to, with the son. Was it pretty? Singing freaking Tiny Dancer. It was so cute. How old is the son? His like- son sounded like a little him, like back in the day when he was like 12 years old and he had that real high-pitched voice. Aww. That's like what the son was like. How did you so get into cute. that? Well, how did you even get into these kids? Oh, uh, because kids. I'm a human being who grew grew up in in that time period. Yeah, I think I missed it by ten years or eight years, or whatever. <laughs> Four years, I missed it. By a couple of decades, <laughs> I missed that. So uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get all uptight when I bring this subject up, but I really don't care. I'm doing it anyway. Everyone else is talking about it. I'm not gonna say anything negative. What? I'm not saying anything that's not a fact. I'm just reporting what? facts here. Okay, hard facts okay. okay so already so already went to court as you know the other day okay or yesterday whatever it was he went for the umpteenth time oh and um, I, I i saw the picture by the way okay yes so <laughs> and I, I sent mr. it to morris, gino i'm like mr I, morris yeah. sent me that picture yeah okay. i sent it to gino actually when i saw it i said i've never seen anything like i and people are like people are making all right i have my opinion okay you go talk Okay, let me let me let me say mine and then you say yours, right? Okay. So mine's not really too much. <laughs> it's probably similar. Just, well, here's here's all I was gonna say. He's saying he he like talked in the in the piece. He's saying, you know, even though he tested positive for he tested positive for all these drugs that he had a prescription for, but then he also tested positive okay. for cocaine. And he's telling the judge clearly, I would not come to court. I would not be so bold, basically, to come to court knowing I did cocaine and it was going to come in my system. So I guess he's trying to say that that's a false positive. No, he said he did do it. He said when I left rehab, I had the the urge and I did a little cocaine, but I didn't do any heroin. And he felt that was an accomplishment. Oh, well, that, for him. that's not what I. Oh, I must have misread. Yeah, okay, that's but what that's he not said. Even what I care about. Okay. What I care about is Mr. Morris sent me the picture, the infamous picture. He has no nose left, basically, at this point. His nose is not there, but his nose has taken the form. <laughs> you know how when you, if you take a whole mushroom, right, and then you cut it in small slices? Aww. His nose looks just like that, kind of. Yeah, it's not okay, even, it, but, doesn't, it doesn't even look like a nose. It, it's lost its nose look. 
It's like it looks. Yeah, like, it looks like an alien. It's sad. Uh, yeah, the, it's sad. And then he put a picture up, like, "Hey, does anybody want to come give me a hug?" And I'm like, "No, no. We did ten years ago. We don't want to argue right now. The nose is scaring people away." But anyway, so Mr. Morris, he'll still get laid. You know, he'll still get my laid. My favorite guy, of course, because there's gross people in the world that'll bang anybody. And I love Artie. By pretty girls, by the way. The he'll probably he is. He, He's like somebody I loved him. I stopped listening to Howard Stern after he left. I love him, love him, love him. Listen to the podcast. That's how I found out. That's how I met you, blah, 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 whatever, right? Love him. But that nose is scary as hell. But that's not even what I care about. Okay. So Mr. Morris, my most favorite guy in the world, Oy, okay. sent me that Hi, Mr. Morris. You've got an Angela on the, on the, you got her on the, on the, I don't know what the word is. You got him around your finger. Yeah. It's got to be a cool so word. So he sent me that. that picture before I went to bed. <laughs> uh huh. Why that? Why last night did I have a nightmare where I woke up to a crazy infection where I had Artie's nose and I had a wedding? Oh, it was just in your it was in your subconscious because that's why <laughs> it was awful. I, I I vividly remember looking in the mirror and freaking out and going, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! What's going on?" And it was like my nose rings or something. That was the only thing I could figure out. Like my nose rings got infected somehow, and it gave me that crazy nose. But the problem was I had a wedding. It's really hard to you know. I, I to go to. I've known cokeheads in my life over the years and stuff, and I know they've had ble- bleeds and shit and. They have to get operations, but I've never seen anything like this in my life. Like he's snorting acid or something. Whatever he's snorting, yeah. it's like insane. I've never seen anyone. I mean, I know people's noses get fucked from snorting, yeah. but I've never seen that before. Yeah, his and is famous people like insanity. Like he, that's why his nose keeps, and he doesn't look like he. He was touring with Bob, and I'm like, I guess like. You know, I guess he was snorting coke. I mean, I, I'm assuming it. Like, I, I have no clue what the hell that's he was what, snorting heroin. But he, well, he probably was, but he now. probably got. This is the difference. It's a very different drug, right? So heroin is very. You have withdrawals. You vomit. You know, it's a very. You have take taboxin. It's to get the. You know, it's like a very. It's a very like you know physically addictive drug. Uh, cocaine. It's not the same. It leaves your system very quickly. You don't have those kind of symptoms. You know, you have a few days, you're fucked up, but it's not the same. You don't vomit. You might have the cravings, but you don't have, that's all you have is the cravings. Uh So, like, I think it was an accomplishment to get off the opiates, but the cocaine, he didn't make a big deal about, you know? Yeah. Um, So I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know. And then Artie was writing, I'm clean. Like, the, the other thing that was sad, and he never, you know, he's like, by the grace of God, I'm clean. He kept tweeting that. Remember that? But yeah, but obviously he wasn't. Well, he was right. So I'm like, okay, so he's probably really trying, but then he had used, I guess. I don't know how many times. I mean, we don't know, but you know, it's sad because no one's going to trust him now, you know, and it's sad because he's really talented, but he's fucked up. And it's like, it's, it's like, I don't know if people are enabling him. Like I, when I did the show and I, and I love, and I didn't know he was using until I, I could tell. I he was using the whole time. Okay, I mean I don't know if he was high. He would like go into his bedroom for hours. I'm sure you've heard the stories. When we went to, when we went to his house, um, the beginning everything was pretty organized. Like the first few months, right? We'd go there at a certain time. Dan would call us. He would be like, "Are you 
please get here at one or two, whatever time it was. We'd, st- we'd, we'd, all, we'd all settle in and get coffee at the house or maybe we'd eat something, whatever. Mostly we wouldn't eat anything, but we would just get, you make a coffee or get some water. Or we'd settle in, we'd all bullshit and get on the show, right? And it was like so, a lot of times I'd be laughing so hard my ribs would hurt. Like it was better than any ab work I've ever had. And um, mm-hmm. honestly, it was like the best. And, uh, you know, that was when Gino did the show and Mike did the show and and then uh, what's it, and, and uh, Chris Cotton, that was that time. Mm-hmm. And we would only come once a week, which is fine. And I think Gino did the other three few days or whatever. And Joe Matter, then it was like Joe Matter would come. It would be, it was fun. We had a nice group there. Then um, what happened? What started? What after a while, uh, there would be like we take a break and there would be long breaks or we'd start really late. So then he'd come out like all fucked up. Sometimes like so it slowly like became from this very organized situation. Where we'd all be out by a certain time, like we'd come at two, maybe we'd get out four or five, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then it would be like we'd come at two, start at three, get out at seven. Then it come, we'd come at two, start at three thirty, leave at like nine. So one time it got so bad, and then he was clearly fucked up. Like Artie was clearly, you know, fucked up. He put the sunglasses on, smoking, you know, all the mannerisms of someone who's used something. A little angry, you get a little angry sometimes. Yell at Mike. You know, uh-huh. Mike, but you know, and it was, he was so funny, obviously, but he would get fucked up and, uh-huh. and, you know, there was like an elephant in the room, you know, like, <laughs> who was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. There was an elephant, the it was like this anyway. big fat elephant, <laughs> elephants in the room. Sorry. Um, there was an elephant in the room. There's elephants in the room. <laughs> and like, no one's saying that. anything, you know, and then we, you know, we don't want to alert the fans, you know, what's going on. It was very uncomfortable because, you know, we didn't say anything. No one, there's nothing to say. I'm not a tattletale. I'm not going to say, Arnie's high. You know, I'm not going to do that. And and then there was this elephant in the room, and we had to just pretend everything was fine. <laughs> and it wasn't. I know that's funny every time you say it. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't Arnie. No, I'm kidding. Um, and, you know, Evan was there once, and he saw it, obviously. He wasn't the elephant in the room, but. <laughs> so, uh, well, there's one time Evan had taken us, and he was on the show with us, and. You know, Evan has had, you know, had family members with addiction issues. And he's like, he's, he was so fucked up. I mean, Artie was fucked up. And he kept us there. We did like a double episode. We were there till like nine, ten o'clock at night. It was like a long, like an eight hour day. It's like, you come in to do the podcast and then we, and we don't, we, we like, I go in the re- bedroom for two and a half hours. I mean, it's crazy. It, uh, cra- it was crazy. Not that you would go in the bedroom, but. No, we'll stall and talk, but I'm saying, we, I'm talking about, you, uh, you come we to my talk, house. Then we'd need to eat. No, but then you would have technical difficulties. No, but you and I are, like, I'm not going into a room and hiding. And then, you know, we might take a long time to do the show, but I'm saying I'm not leaving you in the house and then going, at, you know, with a. I'm not, like, we, me and Judah Freelander were left in the house for an hour, two hours. Okay, yes. and then Artie went, I, I don't know, he said he had to do something. I don't know what the fuck. They don't book us. And I, I've heard other people have told me, you know, other people uh, that are kind of well-known um, that, you know, you would be like... Brad Pitt. No, not, people in our in, in, in the radio. And I'm just saying would the same thing happened to them. Kevin Hart. No, I'm not. I'm just saying people that I know... It's not. It's not, not. Carrot top. It was carrot top. No, I'm saying. No, no. I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. They also. He left them there. Put it that way. And it, was it, it carrot top? No, it wasn't. It's just somebody he, that that I respect and love. Anyway, but anyway, so he basically left. It's not. So we, we do that with everybody and everyone. I guess everyone. We all kind of sort of enabled it. 
you know, right? Like, wouldn't most people just get up and leave after a few hours? I mean, these people were like, some of them were celebrity-ish or on the, that kind of thing. I mean, yeah, maybe we didn't have anything to do for a few hours, but it already is so enjoyable. But there was a little bit of that going on. You know, a lot of, t- you know, I know Joe Matarizzo missed a show once oh, for no. a 2 p.m. call. <laughs> we had a 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. call. No, no, we had a, sh- a paid show. Oh, I thought you said his show was at 2 p.m. No, I'm no, like, we what? had to be there at 2 or 3 and Joe's show was at night. The, why, why would we miss his fucking show for t- an hour and a half, two hour podcast? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's, I remember that. It was like, it got crazier than it started being like a Fellini movie. I mean, some of the, some of the, the crazy episode was that episode that Bob, uh, Twitchell's, Pachetti, um, who else was, Matt Arise, Vinnie Brand. Was there an elephant in the room? Yeah, there was a lot of elephants in the room. Twitchell's was going, roop, roop. And like, it was There's like. an elephant and like some fucking. Uh, then Mike was petting. Weird, it was like a Fellini movie. Hyena. It was like, tw- he, Dan booked like 15 people. It was like the craziest. It was like, like 55 comics or whatever it was. And six, it was like Bob, Twitchell's, Machete. Then it was Vinny and Vinny Brand and uh, Joe Matarese. You know me, Artie. Uh, it was just crazy. I mean, it was it was crazy. It was like little craziness. Then Bob starts talking about the the what wounded warrior project and whatever he was doing with the vets, and like and like that got like crazy. And then Twitch. And then between Twitch was going, roop, roop, roop. <laughs> and then Mike was petting his head. Then he, we were afraid that Twitch was fall off the balcony. It was just cra- It was a crazy. I mean, that's one of the funny. It was probably the craziest fun. Like I had to take two clonopins, and I've never had to do that like on a show like that. But I had. A, I was going to become a drug addict. I needed my try. I had to tranquilize. It was like, what the fuck is going on? It was just, I mean, those were fun times too, but like, it was, it was crazy. I mean, it was definitely, I wish Artie the best. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I wish I could help him. There was something I could do, but I quit school as a drug counselor after one day. So I guess that's not going to happen. You know that, right? Yeah. I I didn't, I I was waiting to tell the audience about that. I was going to tell you what happened. Wait, you quit school already? Well, it's online school. So first of all, can I talk to, so I get into the school now, which is a miracle in itself. But well, I, well, I was smart uh, academically. I was always smart. I'm not an idiot. I so, so says my mother. <laughs> <laughs> says my mother. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've heard your mother call you stupid um, quite a few times. <laughs> she doesn't know what she's talking about. You're dumb, Stacy. <laughs> so why are you being an idiot? Why are you such an idiot? <laughs> oh. All right, so continue. You found some school crazy enough to let you in right. as you were. And I, it was like a massive arts and psychology, and I was going to go into the doctorate program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, all, um. Doesn't mean, I, no, goals. all right. All right, so basically, this is the school. It's basically like the school was a Reddit forum, only you had to write in APA format, which is like we have to put the footnotes, whatever. Basically, you'd write, you have to go online. You'd have to read. The book was really easy. The book was fine. It was like not a lot of reading. Okay. There was no lectures. There was nothing to watch. There was no, you know, video of the teacher. There was nothing like that, which was annoying. Um, you have to basically write like twice a week to like, like these like page long, like essays on whatever these questions. So they were pretty involved, right? And then you have to cite that. Then you have to go in the library and do research, whatever, twice a week. Then on top of that, you'd have to do like a two page, two and a half page paper. Okay. That's a lot of work. Okay. That's fine. But 
Um, there's no interaction really, except you have to also answer the, you, you'd answer the question and then people would respond to your threads and you have to respond to their threads and you have to do that two or three times, whatever. But you have to also be, you can't, they, they can't even like, you have to write it really well. And, um, you also have to write, do it in APA format. So that's, I, that, that was like a learning curve cause I haven't done that probably ever or at school. Maybe I did it. You have to realize when I went to college, we didn't have, people didn't use computers. We used typewriters. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everything was like you'd footnote it, you just write it on the bottom, and then type up a, a, a reference page. It was different. You put like Angela Riley said that twenty thousand people a year are retarded, and then I'd write Angela Riley's book of retards, you know, on the bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is that a typewriter sound, Angela? Hello. Was that a typewriter sound? Was that you? Was that you doing your report? <laughs> what is that? That's, that's so funny. That's Stacy doing her report. And then you'd and then you'd make mistakes. And I would white it out and then like fix the letter or something. Anyway, it was horrible. I know. So anyway, so I go back. So I'm on the school in the school. <laughs> That, that's the fun. That's exactly me. So I, I, I go. I couldn't even. They like use the library of the college, which is online. And I couldn't even navigate the library on the line. It was like it was like it was like horrible. I just so I I spent like eight hours trying to write the first thing, and I just cried. I said, "I'm I'm dropping out. I'm, I don't want to do this." And I, plus, I was bored. I didn't even. What is that? I don't know. I'm that's sorry. me dropping Christmas out. Ad started playing. That's me dropping sorry. out of college. Hold on, I'm trying to get out of, rid of it. Out of master's doctorate program. <laughs> I can't get rid of the noise. There we go. But you know the thing was, so I talked to other other young people like myself uh, about school, and they're like, "Oh my god, the online classes when I went to college are the harder than you know regular classes." Like, it's like there's no interaction. It's just all writing. It's hard. You have to do everything yourself. It's more work, actually, because you're not going to the class. You're doing... So the hours that you would spend in the class, you're doing some stupid work. So I think if I'm going to go back to school, it's going to have to be in person, which I'm not really ready to do. Not that anyone cares about this story, but... Anyway, that was the story. It's the most wonderful time of the year. What are you doing? With it? Are, you, are you the new sound? Are you Jackie? Are you uh, Fred Norris now? Is that your new thing? Is that a vomit? What is that? What the fuck are you was doing? Is that you? No. <laughs> That's you crying. Oh, I thought you was vomiting. No, that was you crying doing your paper. Oh, it was terrible. Is that, is that your new thing, sound effects? Is that your new thing? Yeah, I'm going to get into sound effects. I think you're leaving photo- You're going from sight to sound. <laughs> this is becoming like a a, a, a a morning zoo here. I was, cry- I was crying really badly. And, uh, no, I was just frustrated, and I almost threw the computer out the window, but I'm like, oh, we need it for the podcast. But at least on the good note, the computer's been working pretty good since I've been using it. <laughs> so it doesn't have the to what? The computer, I was using this piece of crap laptop, and it's, it's been using, I've been using it. So so oh, okay. uh, what's going on with Angela Riley? Yeah. 
then that you heard that me. I oh, okay. So glad you finally asked. Forty five minutes later. Well, we all know right, it's only so. a half hour that we've been on the fucking air. First of all, okay, I know. And twenty minutes was spent on Artie's nose. You brought um, that up. <laughs> well, all, really, I didn't. I, I. It was less about Artie's nose and more about the fact that it made me have nightmares. Legit, one hundred percent. Not even exaggerating. I had a nightmare. But anyway, um, so. The big story going on down here, and um, I this is like not a happy topic, but you know, when do we ever say happy stuff? Does someone so, else um, OD on drugs? I'm kidding, it's hard. No, so um, this girl that I know, she puts on uh, she puts on Facebook about um, how a kid in a, in a local high school was held down and had a broomstick shoved in his butt. Like what? from the wrestling team. Like I guess he was on the wrestling team. He got as part, and part oh of their initiation. God. They did that to him. That's and rape. she's like, How come nobody's talking about this? How come it's not in the news? Da, 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 da. How come they're keeping it secret? Because I guess her her kid goes to this high school, right? Of course. So she starts a big crusade. She c- contacts all the local media and everything. And the next thing you know, it's on like Action News yesterday or whatever. I saw it on Action News. Like it's being covered. They didn't say any of the kids' names or anything. No, they can't. But Michael. they're saying that the kid, you know, the school's taking care of it, blah, 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 whatever, right? But the school, according to this woman, they're kind of brushing it under the rug, keeping everything hush, hush, that kind of stuff, right? So here's my thing. And I sent her a message about it because I'm like, okay, I don't know. I'm, I am going to believe that it probably happened to the kid, even if though I don't want to. Um, but I'm going to say, okay, it happened, and that is god awful. And those kids, it's need also to very be dangerous. You could die. Well, yeah, it's disgusting. It's awful. Those kids need to be, and, and apparently it was videotaped and everything. So if it was videotaped, that's obviously child porn. That actually, it was videotaped. That's like considered porn, and they can go to jail because that's it's like a yeah underage porn. Go on. But um, my thing is, if the I was trying to explain to her. Listen, I get why you did what you did, contacting all of the news outlets and putting it all over Facebook and doing all this. It's because you're outraged and you want there to be attention. And da, da, da. I was like, my problem with it is it wasn't your place to do. Maybe that child the the doesn't want to. Like I, I told her, I said, did you ever think that maybe this kid doesn't want to turn on the news and have the story about him being broad like maybe maybe he wants to deal with it in his own way like well no i also like also- can i say one, one, another thing like there also if there's a court case um he's gonna have to testify in court all that stuff there, you know the, the new media could sway opinion and all that you know what i'm saying you don't want that either you don't. My, like, it's, my thing it's is, also it's private. Even... It's a private. If as long as they take if the school doesn't, meaning if they press charges in the school, and the school, you know, whatever, whoever gets and and the and the and the assaulters and the rapists, whatever you want to call them, assaulters, rapists, get a, you know get in trouble and all that. That's fine. But if if the they don't it doesn't need to be publicly broadcasted as long as that the, the, the no, authorities it's nobody else's business. But too. as long as the and authorities. Everybody... Don't, you know, don't blow it, push it on the rug. That's what counts. Right, but the victim, but the victim is the one who should decide. The victim and his parents should be the ones to decide how it gets distributed, 
how people find out and all of that. And that's what I was trying to explain to her. And she's like, well, his life's ruined anyway. And I said, yeah. I said, but now this poor kid, he could be at a store and people are going to be talking about the news story. Not maybe they won't know it's him, but people talk. You go to a store and then you be like, oh, my God, I did it. You're the kid the who got the broom up there. Yeah. My trainer was talking about wrestling and I was like, yeah, did you hear about what happened at the shallot? Now, what if that kid was standing next to me on the treadmill? This poor kid just wants to go to the gym and fucking well, exercise. I don't but know he's if he could. Hear people talking I don't know if he could it. right now. Well, the, he might not be able to right now, but my did, was but he still. physically hurt? Too? I mean, did it cause damage? I don't know. I don't injuries? know if they actually did or if they were just attempting to. I don't even know the details and I don't want to know the details. But my thing is what made me mad about her. She was acting like she was doing such a great thing. And I'm like, I get your intentions were good, but you should have let that child decide what he wanted to do. Oh, I agree with that. Unless that child said to you, can you please put a post on Facebook and make sure everyone knows what happened to me? Unless that child said that, then people should have respected that child. Right. I mean, it's it's really that's why I agree with that, because when people like uh, when young people get raped and stuff, unless it's it's already in the media or something, they already caught attention to it. Um, they do keep it as quiet as possible unless it's like an epidemic where a teacher's raped a thousand children or something, you know, like something like that, where there's a, there could yeah, be other Yeah, and that's victims. why she was like blowing it out of pro- proportion. Well, okay, I don't want to say blowing out of proportion, but she was like making it a thing like the school's not doing anything about it. That's why nobody's talked about it, but maybe they're not talking about it because that kid didn't want everybody to know. And like, like okay, for instance, um, my brother ran someone over and killed them, okay? Like years ago. Stop We've bragging talked about, about this before. We've talked about this before, right? <laughs> right. That was super traumatizing for me and super traumatizing obviously for the person whom he hit and oh killed. Oh my their god, family, that's horrible. Okay. Right, okay. Now, we're all having to deal with this. It, the fact is I had to deal with it. My family had to deal with the fact that my brother was going to prison. That person's family had to deal with the fact that their loved one was dead. I was driving down the road and it would come on the radio. I fucking saw my brother on TV, on the news, like his image in court on the news. So every time it got brought up again, it hurt. It like had to be upset again, meaning every time it came, it came on the radio or anything, that poor person's family had to hear it over and over and over again. Right. That's awful. I get that's the way the world works and that's how we have news and stuff. But when it comes to a young kid who's still trying to just fucking who's an assault, a sexual assault victim, by the way. Yeah. Who's the victim who now when they turn on the news? Yeah, they're not saying that kid's name, but it was all over our news, which means he can't even sit there and try to forget about what happened to him for 20 minutes and watch TV without the news coming on and going, hey, a kid got raped. Right, exactly. Like, that's what made me, and it made me so mad that this girl wasn't understanding what I was trying to say. She's like, his life, he's screwed, his life's ruined now anyway. No, it's not. Blah, blah, blah. He, can, he can overcome that. I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying that's, that's also a defeatist attitude. Like, yeah, he might have had a bad situation. We've all had bad situations, but like, doesn't mean she, he can't overcome it either. Yeah, or, and help I mean, other victims of sexual assault and speak out about it if he ever feels comfortable. Or maybe he just wants to overcome it and go on with his life and not talk about it ever again. Right, go to therapy, you get help to, if he needs it. You don't have to be a damn advocate. Right, I'm saying... <laughs> well, I'm saying, you know, whatever. I was just saying, this, she's acting like he's ruined for the rest of his life. That's not true. He might just be... Yeah, I, I mean, it's something that happened that he could, like... You know, not just because you get raped once or twice or 15 times doesn't mean that your life is ruined. Doesn't mean, you know, it's going it to affect that, you. It will affect it's you. Yeah. To, 
it, it could cause problems. He'll never like a finger up know, his like asshole, I'll tell you that much. He'll never like to have a finger up his asshole, I'll tell you that much. Or he might become addicted to it, I don't know. But um, speaking of rape, right, uh, here's a little question, right? Have you ever known someone yeah. who displays behaviors and not even like just who behaves in a way that if you heard that they had raped someone, you would believe it. Uh, let me think about this. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh huh. There were guys I dated that I'm like, Oh my God. If I would have said like, like I think in the past, like when I was younger, definitely if I would have said no, they probably would have date raped me. But I'm saying, like, have you ever known someone? Okay, so here's an example. Yes, I'll give yes. you, right. So there's this guy. There, there's this guy that, um, with my ex, not my most recent ex, but my ex before him, the man fucker guy. Uh huh. We we used to hang out at this couple's house all the time, and they had kids and stuff, and, and like teen girls and everything. And um, uh, a little while later, after I was done being with my ex, and after uh, you know, we didn't hang out with him much anymore or anything like that. He ended up getting arrested for molesting his stepdaughter. Oh, my God. And as soon as I heard the story, it didn't shock me. It didn't surprise me one bit. And then it, like, kind of bothered me because I'm like, damn, if I could hear a story like that about someone that I used to hang out with on a fairly regular basis and not be surprised or shocked at all, why was I even hanging out with the person to begin with? Well, sometimes you just end up, you know, I mean, that's true. That's a good point. But you just you end up in the same like, room. Clearly, or... they clearly he displayed behaviors to where finding this out about him did not shock me at all. Like I was like, oh, I totally believe it. Yeah, like, but yet I hung out at his house. I've done that with people just because it, you didn't know any better, really. Like I've hung there's out. Like I, another, there's some. There's other people. There's people that we mutually know that if they, if if somebody were to tell me that they raped a woman tomorrow, I'd be like, yeah, but I really don't want to hang out with these people anymore. Either, right, to be right. Honest with you. Well, I had a friend that I don't know what happened. Like this isn't when I was younger. I was really young. I was like 15 or 14. I was 14, and we were at the beach, and we'd have beach parties on Brighton, um, like every once in a while in the summer. It was really fun. And uh, this one guy who was my really good friend. Um. Uh, he was he, but he was a little off. Like he had problems, but he was very funny and like he wasn't stupid. He was like not a bad kid, but he, something was off, right? He literally mm-hmm. had this weird thing, and he attacked me, and he he would have raped me. Like I I you know when people you know he would have raped you. Like he stole my pocketbook, never gave it back, and then he almost like he would have literally raped me. Like he would have put his dick in me. I was a virgin. But this other guy, I never forget this guy, Ian. I don't know his last name. I, I, I don't know what happened to him. Zeering? I wish, no. It was some earring, <laughs> Ian. He was like more of a bad kid. I remember Ian was more of a bad kid. Like, But he was like, he like protected me. And he would mm-hmm. come see me all the time after that. And it was like really weird. And but, then he raped you. No, he never, we never even pulled around. But he was a really nice guy. He he must have like sent, like, he was like a smart street. The other guy was really street smart. Like the guy who who protected me, he was extremely street, you know? And mm-hmm. he was like blonde. I remember being really cute too. And he protected me. And I was like, and my mother, I never, t- you know, we never talked about the rape part, but the guy stole my pocketbook. So my mother called his mother and said, your son stole my daughter's pocketbook. <laughs> and like the rape part never got brought up. I mean, he didn't, 
put it. He didn't get to the point, but it almost got to that point. Yeah, that's crazy. There's, yeah. So, um, and I, you know, I was I was raped by Scuzzy Leon with his fingers. Me and my best friend were touched by him, but well, that's molested. Well, no, it's actually anytime there's insertion, it's called it's rape. It's considered rape. I didn't know that. My friends who uh, Kelly and Becca. Uh, who do uh, a lecture that they used to do in my old agency. I'm really close friends with them. They're my speaking mentors. They uh, they do a whole thing about sexual, like they define everything and they talk about all the disease. Uh-huh. It's a great. It's called sex for, sex for stations and let's talk about it. They're, they're great. They're amazing. They really, uh-huh. they get to, they, they tell you things that people don't aren't aware of, like very simple things that people don't know about. They explain every single thing about what rape is versus sexual assault versus you know, molestation, they explain everything, <clears throat> they explain all the diseases, how you get them, how you don't get them, like, it, it's really, it was a great lecture, and I, at like, I was, well, I guess I was like, you know, 10, 5, 10 years ago, I listened to it, I was like, I didn't know any of these things, like, so basically, it's rape when you insert anything into someone's body, but, um, okay, it could be a finger or a penis, but anyway, um, it's scarier when it's a or penis, or a broom, or a broom, exactly, uh, or, uh, you know, a spoon or whatever, but like basically, or gerbil, but, uh, <laughs> but basically, but basically, uh, yeah. I mean, so if it wasn't for me, like I, I just knew this guy was going to rape me. It was weird and it was scary because he was someone I knew, but he wasn't like a violent guy. He just, it was, he was, re- he became mentally ill cause something had happened when I was younger, but he got really mentally ill and. I think he was doing like uh, hallucinogenics and he got really fucked up over the, and his brain oh. just went to smush at a very young age. We weren't even like 15 yet. We were like 14 years old. I think I don't even think we were even that old. We might've even been 13 and a half. I don't know. We were young. I was almost 14 when this happened. I wasn't even 14 yet. So um, I'm looking at this wedding photo of a wedding, not to cut you off, but I just have to say it's not a wedding I shop, but I have to edit the wedding. This old lady's wearing what appears to be like a boa. Okay. But she has but she has the boa like hanging all the way down to her ankles on one side and then like just below her tit on the other side and I just want to lose my mind. I don't wait, what what's going on? Like she's wearing a boa around okay. her neck. Right. I'm, all right. But instead of having evenly distributed well, she, across her shoulders one side's hanging all the way down to her ankle and the oh, other side's hanging down just below her boob and i want to flip out why well is she like dancing or just is it like, no it's a it's a poor it's a group photo oh okay oh i see what you mean oh my god it's making me so mad i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt your raping <laughs> speaking well, of raping though um uh somebody we know uh is turning 50 who in like a couple weeks, Gino Bisconti. Oh, he's fifty, right? I forgot. Is turning fifty. Ew, he's fifty. So no, I'm kidding. And so rapey, and um, he's having a birthday party, but I'm not going. I'm boycotting. I didn't birthday. even know about his birthday party. Where's his birthday? Well, party? Well, he put a Facebook post out, um, which is very, very personal. Okay, I love it when people do that. Um, put a Facebook post out. It's kind of like a birthday party slash show. Can you just have a party? Like, like, can you just have, does he have to have like a show? Like, can he have... trying to make money apparently? Like, <laughs> but are you going? I'm not going because when I turned 50 and I came there and you all, turned 50, all when did you was, turn 50? I, oh, I'm sorry. When I turned 40, okay. when I turned 40 okay. and I came to New York and I got a hotel room and I was there to hang out with you and that dipshit. 
and whoever else. And then he was too busy. He was too tired. He was exhausted. He had to take an, he had to go to bed instead of hanging out. So guess what? I'm too tired to come to your 50th birthday party. So there. Oh, God. I what I want to know is anybody, anybody who listens, all two of you tweet and tell me if I'm being petty. But I feel like, you know, just like if your friend doesn't buy you a Christmas gift, why would you keep buying them Christmas gifts? If your friend doesn't want to hang out for your birthday, why would you hang out for your friend's birthday? Am I right? Right. I mean, yeah, I, I wish you. I mean, I, I didn't even really know about it. And, uh, you know, he's he's been at my birthday parties before. And you've been at my birthday. Yes. I didn't really have a birthday. I mean, my, this year we just basically the girls, like four, like five girls, we went to pizza. It was pizza it was very yes and you invited me but i yeah. couldn't come but yeah you know it happens but Whatever. it wasn't anything you listen to me bitch on my birthday no, no, right sad i depressed. sat with I, I said to gino i said just come and have pizza with us we could like lay on the bed i mean not sexy i didn't mean it's sexy i meant we could, just, we could just hang out and watch tv you know you don't you could rest like we didn't have to do any. he didn't have to do anything you know he didn't have to, i think gino if he can't be on this is and he'll probably hear this but i don't give a fuck I think if he can't be on, he doesn't want to be around people. Do you know what I'm saying? If he can't be Gino, you know, then he's like, right? Ding. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ding. Um, he, if he, him, like, I'm gonna write relax. Him. He never asked me to be on his show, and I've been on all his, you know, fuck it. He, I'm going to write, why am I one of your favorite comedians, asshole? I don't even care. I, I don't um, think I'm going to go anyway, but I have a busy week. But, yeah, I feel like, I mean... I mean, he's been at my, sh- my my birthdays, but like my birthday party also had free food, right? And mm-hmm. he, he did the roast that year. And, w- and one year, this is before I even really knew you. The I did a taping, an hour special. You know, heard about that? And Mike and Gino mm-hmm. opened for me. Did you hear about that one? I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just the tape never really. Uh, they they fucked up the tape, but but the after party was fucking amazing. It was the, it wasn't like the food. It was like. They gave us like one bottle of alcohol and like of two bottles of alcohol, and it was like a table. It was a it was like one of these really like modelly clubs. And they, they when I came in, they all greeted me the entire place, and it was and they, the birthday cake was literally. Did you ever see that birthday cake? It was like as big as like a table. It was like me and Snuggles, and I had a microphone in my hand. It's like a famous birthday cake. And, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Gino came to that. But that was after a very big party. It was a that was a big, a big party. Like it was like a fancy party almost. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know what happened. What's going on there? Yeah, I don't know either. But we only got eighteen minutes left, and I got a lot of things I want to tell you. We about. have eleven so minutes left. We have eleven minutes. Noah. We have eleven. Minutes. Eleven minutes. We got to get to going. All right. So listen, Mr. Morris. Okay, actually, uh, not Mr. Morris, but like not too long ago, I watched. A few episodes of that show, Atypical. Okay, that's um Michael Rappaport's show. Yes, and I liked it, but then I kind of forgot about it. It fell off my radar, and you know I've been like banging out like uh Wedding. Netflix shows. Left so you and have right. because you edit other people's photography too. I edit my weddings, and then we have other photographers Ugh. that work for us, so I have to edit their weddings as well. Oh, so that's horrible. Yeah, so it's like I have right now probably 18 weddings that need to be edited. Why are you the one that does it? You're the only one who's capable? Because I'm the only one that works in the office. Like the, I'm the only one who this is their full-time job. The other photographers do they pay only you work extra for us for that? to shoot. Well, yeah, I get paid to be in the office and oh, stuff. Okay. But I'm working from home right now for, for free because I'm trying to get caught up because I don't like being this backed up with my work. But anyway, 
who cares? So I've been watching like a lot of uh, Netflix and everything trying to get caught up. And I just remembered about Atypical because I've run out of shows to watch. And I fucking love that show. I have to watch it. I I finished the first season. I just finished the second season. Mr. Morris is friends with uh, Michael Rappaport. And he told me they are, which this isn't like inside info or anything. It was like, uh, I think just Instagrammed. But they just started filming the third season. Oh, good. Are we going to L.A. to hang out with them? Are we going to go to L.A. so I can hang with my favorite actors? I hope so. I hope so. Did you say after you get your master's? No, actors. Oh, I thought you said after you get your master's. No, I want like, to go okay, to, I so. want to, I want to do a Pressman Hour live in LA, actually. I was going to talk to you about that, but. Okay, well, we got to do it. Um, I mean, maybe. I want to see Mr. Morris. You think Mr. Morris, did they, we, we just need a place with equipment, equipment or something. Maybe he could help us. Maybe we could have a meeting with him. Yeah, we'll have to like talk to him And about I want to do it. the um, Rappaport report with Michael. I want to be I a guest. Is it called the report? Rap, Michael Rap, whatever. The, that part. No, the rap, Michael Rappaport show, whatever he calls it. I know. I don't oh, call okay. their shows, but I know he has a show. Um, I don't know what they call the show. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, well, you need to tweet or talk to Mr. Morris and see okay. if, he'll, if he'll hook it up. Because I want to do some stand up um, out there as well again. And uh, my best friend Andrea is out there. My best friend Pam. You know those. Do you know Pammy? You met, you met Pammy, didn't you? Gino met, knows Pammy pretty well. They're both from Philly. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. don't know, but you've talked about them. So yeah. um, I'm going to try to bang out, bang through these. Uh, I, I like saying bang out. I'm going to try to uh, get through these topics real quick. So uh, did you hear that Kotex, um, there's been a recall on their tampons? Well, I haven't because... had my period in four months, so I don't really care yeah, about tampons. Yeah, I figured this isn't something that affects you, but just No, no, I, ha- I had my it. period missed for four months, and I'm like... It's, but it feels like it's going to come. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm like depressed. Well, if it comes, don't use Kotex tampons. Why? Okay? What, because what, what, what do they have on upon it? Upon removal, they have AIDS on it? they're unraveling AIDS? and leaving parts in women's vaginas. I never use tampons. First of all, I've used tampons very rare. Only if I'm going to the beach. I never was a tampon user. I mean, Me neither. I can't. I don't like stuff. First of all, I think it's gross to have something up your cunt. All night long. I mean, a lot of girls like only use tampons. <laughs> yeah. Plus, when you do, your fingers get all messy trying to deal with it. Just, I, I just changed the the, the, the nap. My mother's like, change your napkin. You know, like that's what I was. I'm old school. Like, because when I was growing up, they had toxic shock syndrome. Like, it can't be good. To, it can't be good for your vagina health to have a piece of cotton stuck up your twat. I'm sorry. There's nothing good about that. I don't care if I'm very if I'm old school. Wear a fucking napkin and deal with it. All right. Next, go on. And um, okay, so anyway, but it's only happening in Canada and the U.S., not in the other places where Kotex is um, distributed. So I don't know if our vaginas are different in Canada and the U.S. or not. But anyway, I'm not a tampon person. We're more acidic here. Sorry, because our cunts are more um, acidic in in the Canada and the U.S. Because it's just an issue for me. It's just an issue. But anyway, um, more stories. Here's another really important topic. You ready? We're just gonna get, get move right on. Okay. Right on through these. I have to, what do you I have call to poop the? Uh, really bad. What do you call the end slice of a piece of bread? Uh, the end slice, the, the the corner or the end. I don't know the part that has the. You whole, don't have a specific name for the slice of bread at the end. The crust, the crust piece or something. Okay. Well, apparently there's a debate going on on t- on Twitter about what people call the slice of bread at the end. We have a specific name in my household. We call it the heel. Oh, we don't call any. I call it the end piece. 
or the pizza. Okay. Well, here, the, or, the, or the, the beginning names. piece. Here's some of the names that people call it. Okay. The knobby, the knobby end, knob end, knobbly, knobbler, norbert, doormat, topper, nut end, noggy, noggin, ender, crust, 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 outsider, outsider, tush, doorstep, bumper, healy, nub, bum, bum end, knocker, or heel. I, I call it the crust, I guess, or something. Like my mother used to get rye bread and I used to love to eat the the front part because it was all the crust part, you know, like the hard part. It's the crust. It's so weird to me because I, can you hear me? Yeah, a little bit, kind of talking to the mic. Okay. This is so weird to me because I just thought that it was called the heel. Really? I didn't know that there was all these other names for it. So this is, I I found that very fascinating when I, um, when I did it. And there's another debate and I got this, um, debate off of, a. I've actually heard it be a debate before, but then Jersey Shore just reminded me that it's an issue, okay? Yeah. And have you ever heard of Taylor ham? Is that a food? Have you ever heard of pork roll? Yes. Okay. So apparently I don't there's eat this meat. debate. Oh, well, that's true. So this doesn't really affect you. But there's and maybe maybe any of our listeners, if you are a fan of Taylor ham slash pork roll, I heard you can both answer this, yeah. okay? So... I, I just um, made vegetarian from, uh, uh, if, Italian sausage and peppers. That's all. And I got 35 if likes. If you're from uh, South Jersey, mm-hmm. you are more than most likely going to call it pork roll. If you're from North Jersey, you're going to call it Taylor ham. Here's my issue with this. If you're Jewish, it you're not going to eat it at all. Sorry. It, it is called pork roll. Reason being, Taylor ham is the specific brand of pork roll. It is not the actual meat. The meat like is it's not like Wonder Taylor Bread ham. versus White Bread. Yeah, it's the same thing. Right. Okay. So it's it's or Kleenex versus pork tissue. Pork roll is the actual type of or Conswab yeah. versus Q-tip. I, I get it. Yes. Well, not really. Pork roll. Okay. Cute. Okay. Pork roll is a form of a pork. It's pork a way it's roll made. Is the actual meat. No, Taylor pork rolls in it, is that brand. Is that brand, right. So Kleenex is a brand. Tissue is the, the product. The thing. Okay, cotton swab is, it, is, the, is, is the cotton swab. Q-tip is the brand. Uh, we could think of like 10 different things like that. Are we, um, is it time to stop? Yeah, we have to stop because I have to poop and I got to call you back. But uh, anyway, um, I, I plugged in a couple of shows. I'm going to be at Lucy's Laugh Lounge in Pleasantville on the, on the 19th of January. Uh, that's a great club up in Pleasantville. So if you want to come with me, Angela, that'd be fun. And we probably have a wedding. Um, uh, I don't know. might not come with me. Yeah. Like we could do some fun. Maybe we'll stay up there. Uh, also what else do we have to plug? Uh, next weekend, what is that? The 22nd, the 21st, 22nd, I will be at 22nd. Gren- the, the Friday and Saturday. I'll be at Greenwich village doing the house shows, hosting those like five shows, all of them, two shows, Friday, two, sh- three shows, Saturday, and then Christmas Eve, a very Jewish Christmas at Westside Comedy Club. Check me out. Um, I, I don't know if I have shows after. Then I have, oh, the January 2nd, uh, Women of a Certain Age. I'm doing their show at The Crane. I'll also be doing Bill's show in the afternoon. Uh, nice. And then I think on the 10th, I'll be at, on John Fugelsang's show. There's a bunch of different things going on. I got to I gotta update my website. If you know a web designer, let me know. Update your website. I will be when are you in coming New York in? tomorrow. I'll be in New York tomorrow visiting our friend Amy from Indiana. 
um, hanging out with Amy. Amy, she's in New York, so I'll be there watching The Waitress on Broadway. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Watching The Waitress on Why Broadway? Why didn't anyone, no one invited me? Uh, I invited you out for drinks afterwards. Thank right. you very much. Wait, where's and, her hotel? Um, where's Amy's hotel? Uh, I don't know. Manhattan somewhere. And then Monday, I'm going to be... Uh, I'll send you the address to the hotel. Monday... Send I it to everybody. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Leaving. I'll be... Uh, in town only until early afternoon and then I'm leaving. Then next, the following Saturday, I'll be performing, um, photographing a wedding. Um, all throughout the week this week, I will be photographing a bunch of little kids and their families for Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of year and yeah. I truly love my job at this time of year and I'm not suicidal. Okay, that's it. Okay, guys. Well, this has been an episode of the Pressman Hour. I'm going to see if I can three-way us so I don't have to hang up. Hold on. It's the most wonderful. T- oh, uh, I, I, uh, I want to sh- shout out to, to uh, oh, get Bobo album, a very Bobo Christmas. Also, Joseph Kumia sent a song, a really funny song. I should, I'm gonna retweet it out. Um, about uh, all right, and also we should try to do another podcast next week so that we yeah. can get a holiday episode out. I want to get a holiday. I know. I wish you'd stay for longer. Mm, I can't, but maybe I can come next week. I don't know, but anyway, I You're gotta not hang gonna up. I'm hanging. All right, up. I'll call you back. All right, bye. All right, bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. So I'm going to put the song on now because that's how we do. I hope everyone's having a great day. Uh, don't get too stressed out about the holiday season. I know people get stressed. Don't take anything too hard. And uh, here we go. Thank you guys for listening to the Press One Now where I keep saying I'm going to get the Patreon up. I got to get that shit up. So since I don't go to school now, I'm going to put it up because... You know, we we need to get Angela down here and uh, do sh- more shows, and we might rent a studio so we can have a really great guest and not come to my mother's house. My mother's house. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. Mm-hmm.